Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. Live via Zoom, this is Emily. And this is Rachel. Today is our December K-pop roundup. Cue the intro music. It's the K-pop roundup. December was an interesting month for 2020. (laughs) Yeah, notoriously, Decembers are sparse with K-pop music releases, and this December was no exception. Yeah, there were so many Christmas songs released. And by the way, there are no Christmas songs on our list. (laughs) I feel like those are kind of hard to judge against non-Christmas songs. It's it's a it's like apples and oranges, you know, holiday music. It, it that's its own thing, right? And a yeah. lot of them are ballads, which you all oh know God, yeah. if you know us that we don't really like ballads that much. So we <laughs> were not going to review them. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't a Christmas song, it was a ballad, and if it wasn't a ballad, there was no music video. So. For the first time ever, we're only going to do a top nine because we didn't want to talk about anything we rated lower than a 14. We didn't want to talk about anything that we both collectively rated lower than a seven. So no scores lower than 14. Because at that point, like if you're rating something a six on average, it's kind of like, meh. Do we really recommend it? (laughs) So we decided to spare you all. We're only one short, so... It's just going to be a no for me. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start us off with our number nine song. It is Taeyeon's What Do I Call You? I gave it a six. I gave it an eight. So what do I call you now? What do I call you? Upon further listenings, I would probably give this a seven, to be honest. (laughs) I think I was a little harsh because it is slow tempoed, but the chorus has been kind of stuck in my head this past day. So I'm like, did I make a mistake? Do I actually like this song more than I thought I did? (laughs) I thought it was different from the songs that she had been releasing previously. I felt like it was a little more a beat, a little more fun. So yeah, I liked it. My notes say, wow, she is stunning. Indeed. And (laughs) she is the face. Like, she is so, so, so crazy beautiful. She looks like a doll. And she has a powerful voice too. The way that the song is mixed, her voice is the loudest thing. So you can really hear her. It's a super chill song. It was too chill for me to fully enjoy. I like a little pep in most of my music. The music video shows her getting fired and dumped. And she was in a relationship with a man who wore a panda mask. And (laughs) then they broke up. And she's like, what do I call you? (laughs) I think the song has a strong premise in the fact that, you know, she is dealing with a recent breakup and is wondering what to call her ex. I mean, I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. And I, I don't think I've heard that too much in other songs. So I felt like it was a new concept also. Yeah. I like the video a lot more than I liked the song. I thought the video was 
really great, especially mm-hmm. the way it was shot. It was very color blocking and pastels. And then there's one shot where she's literally gliding down a hallway and there's a spotlight on her. That was such a good shot. I was like, wow, cinema. (laughs) (laughs) It reminded me of uh, Spike Lee. He has a signature style for shooting movies where like the background goes backwards while the people in the frame go forwards and it's like they're gliding Mm -hmm. on air it kind of reminded me of that just a little bit which why i was like cinema (laughs) cinnamon photography yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i really like the music video as well i like the song a lot too i thought it was like a slow to mid-tempo song but the chorus is really the best part of the song yeah I also thought it was interesting that the music video shows like this service that allows you to forget your past lover if you bring all the objects that remind you of them to this place and they like destroy them and erase your memory. (laughs) How eternal sunshine of the spotless mind of them. Yes, I totally forgot the name of that movie, but I was like, it really reminds me of that one movie. You know what, Jim Carrey. You nailed it. (laughs) Our number eight song is by Vanner. They released Form. I gave it an eight. I gave it a six. This song starts hard and it stays hard. It is hard throughout. I think the song would have benefited, though, from a better producer and better sound mixing. Uh, There's just one part in the chorus that just doesn't sound as good in the instrumentation as I know it could be with a better producer. I like the song, but it would have been a 10 out of 10 banger with some help the song is super high energy the boys in this group are very cute and they actually look like adults i'm not sure how old they are but they look older they have the signature mobster mullet (laughs) y'all know what we're talking about (laughs) and i love that there were drag queens in this video you really don't see that for uh boy band Mm k-pop groups at all in their music videos and one of the the really handsome dudes in this group has his ears pierced three times and he was wearing hoop earrings in all three. And I was like, work, pirate. <laughs> and as you know, ladies, the more piercings you have, the more it means you know how to fuck. <laughs> That's the tea. <laughs> <laughs> this music video has less than 24,000 views and it definitely deserves more. So, oh yeah. Go to YouTube, look up Vanner Form. Not to put my foot in my mouth, but it's just as good as any other boy group's video, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just saying. It, I think it deserves more views, so. Yeah. The boys are handsome, they're cute, give them a chance. So, yeah, this song is just extremely in your face from beginning to end. The reason I rated it a six is because for me, it was just a little grating after a while. But like Emily said, I feel like that could easily be fixed with a little bit better sound mixing, like a refined eye Mm -hmm. (laughs) on what the back music sounds like. 
they're really cute and dressed like mobsters. I laughed out loud at the guy that's day trading stocks um, <laughs> on a computer. <laughs> and I loved the use of like this scheming drag queen who's basically like playing them all for money in this music video. And I really would have loved subtitles to figure out what's going on a little bit more, but it was clear that they were outmatched by this drag queen <laughs> dealing cards. Yeah. So I really like the music video. It's definitely worth a watch and a listen. It was just maybe a little grating if you're not in the mood for that. Yeah. Our number seven song is by One Us. They released Buseo. I gave it a six. I gave it an eight. <laughs> This music video has a very bright color palette, and I thought it was too bright because it washed them all out. They needed to check the white balance. <laughs> like, <laughs> like these guys look like Victorian ghosts. Like, <laughs> Maybe that was the aesthetic, Emily. <laughs> Maybe. This is a very retro song. It's like funk influenced. The chorus is good, and the verses aren't boring, and they're not bad. There's not really much of a plot for this. Other than boys goofing off with each other, you know, like Saturdays for the boys kind of stuff. <laughs> Literally. I guess they destroy a lot of things in this video, so I don't know. They look like they're having a good time. <laughs> the styling is what I like to call K-pop casual, so weird sweaters with weird sayings and designs on them, and then printed pants. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely a very funky song, and the music video is extremely colorful. The boys are really cute, interacting with each other and being generally playful and cheeky. My favorite part of this music video is when one guy discovers that the toilet is destroyed <laughs> and presumably poops his pants in the music video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't see that that often. <laughs> That that was pretty funny. And I also liked that the bathroom had a sign that says Game of Thrones on it with the toilet. Yeah. I thought that was funny also. I was I was like slightly triggered and then I was like, that's a good joke. <laughs> we cannot exactly. go off and talk about Game of Thrones we on this. <laughs> if you want us to make an entire episode popping off about Game of Thrones, we will take our blood pressure medication. We will <laughs> self-medicate with alcohol and then we will record the episode. Yeah. But let us know. I mean, yeah, Rachel and I have been fans of Game of Thrones since, like, before the second season aired, and we used to have viewing parties for every episode, <laughs> so we could have a very long episode on that. Yeah. <sighs> but anyways, yeah. this song. <laughs> this song, definitely watch the music video. I don't know if I'd go out of my way just to listen to this song, but the music video is pretty funny. Our number six song is by Park Soyeon. It is Flower. I gave it a seven. I also gave it a seven. I need your love. My notes say, we're dancing in a garden. At least it's not a box set. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
The white balance on this video is also questionable. She looks so washed out. But the song is upbeat. It is poppy. The styling makes me think that this was supposed to be a spring release. I mean, the song is Flower. She's in a garden. There's flowers everywhere. There's blooming. Everything is flowers and white flowing blouses. I don't know why this was released in December. Who knows? <laughs> but it's it's a nice breath of fresh air from all the Christmas songs. <laughs> definitely. It just, yeah, definitely felt a little out of place. <laughs> yeah. I love that she is literally running in heels in this video. I was like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and don't die. <laughs> yeah. I also loved her white go-go boots in this. So I guess I really like the shoes in this video. This video actually has less than 16,000 views and it deserves more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this video was on par with many other solo artists we've seen this year, like Chang Ha, like Hyena, like Jessie. It's worth watching. I thought she really looked good in this music video and was styled very well. I didn't think she looked weird or like overly doll-like or anything like that. I also really like the outdoor sets, just like you said, in the music video as well. It's such a breath of fresh air, literally, from the box sets. Mm -hmm. I thought the chorus was sweet and cute also, and I thought that it made the song worth listening to. And I would have rated it even higher if the energy from the chorus continued into the verses. Yeah. It was overall pretty damn poppy, though. Yeah, it was cute. It's definitely worth watch and a listen. Our number five song is NCT 2020 Resonance. I gave it a seven. I gave it an eight. I'm about to raise the roof. This was like a giant mashup of all of the subunits of all the songs that they released in 2020, and my god, there were a lot. My notes say, god, there are so many people in this group, they are their own fraternity. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so overall, this is like a hip-hop song, and I get the notion that you're supposed to be very hype, but the chorus that they chose for this really slows it down. I thought that was a choice. <laughs> The falsetto sounds really good mm -hmm. in the chorus, but the chanting echoing behind it, I didn't like it. The little section where they featured 90s love, which is like one of my favorite songs of the year, was my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> and I really liked the Canadian tuxedo moment. That was my favorite <laughs> style choice. I love a denim on denim look. And look, I get that it's a mashup, but the glue holding together the songs was meh. For me, personally. They all looked beautiful, though. Yes, they're beautiful men. <laughs> men and boys, because some of the newer NCT members are very young. But like Emily said, this is basically a mashup of a lot of NCT and related songs from 2020. I thought they did the mashup relatively well. I thought the flow from one song to the next was good for most of it. Some of it was a little clunky, but that's just because it's such a difference in bpm that it's like yeah hard to <laughs> put one after the other but overall what i saw from this music video was that it's supposed to be like a short concert style performance 
for their fans, probably to make up for the lack of public appearances they had this year because of COVID. So I thought I thought it was a nice offering. It really did remind me of like when we went to see Super M, kind oh of how God. they, you know, everybody got to do a little of something. Yeah. And it did remind me of that. So to me, it seems like a half-ass, <laughs> like, online concert sort of thing for fans to, like, reminisce. I mean, if I saw this, like, live in concert and they did this, I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah. But this was online. <laughs> right. So it's it's good for what it is. I liked all the songs in it. I didn't think the mashup was too terrible, so hence the eight. <laughs> Our number four song is by Boa. She released Better. I gave it a seven. I gave it an eight. Okay. This is so early 2000s in the song... And the styling choices. I loved the water floor moment. Yes. Because Boa is an amazing dancer and she knows movement. So it was totally like water bending, captivating. I loved it. I'm not feeling the song sounding like it's early 2000s, but I was feeling the styling. (laughs) Like, can't we have a modern sounding music video with just different styling choices? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The music video is mostly her dancing, which is fine. She is an incredible dancer. Yeah. The makeup is actually super subdued. And I think I'm going to call a trend alert on this because from what I've seen, most of the makeup in what's been released in December has been very toned down. No like glitter or stones like it had been all throughout this year. It was very earth tones and neutral. Boa's still got it. Period. (laughs) She's definitely still got it. She looks amazing. I honestly think she doesn't look that different from the early thousands when she first started. She is like kissed by the gods. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This song is definitely an early thousands throwback. And I love that because that's kind of like her era, where she comes from, her roots. I loved that green eyeshadow look that she had in the music video. Like... When she wasn't being subdued, that green eyeshadow was hot fire. It looked really good on her. This song itself is not very upbeat, but again, it kind of calls back to her early music vibes. It is kind of like an R&B pop fusion. She did a lot of that back in the day. It's definitely a sexy, like, I'm going to come get you type of song. But it's also, like, empowering because she's clearly a strong female. Clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Our number three song is by GXXD, a.k.a. Girl Next Door. It is Dance. I gave it a nine. I gave it a seven. So this is a dance song, so you know I fucking loved it. <laughs> so I gave it a nine. I like the selective auto-tune in this. It's so subtle, you might not notice it, but it oh it it like petted my lizard brain. <laughs> I was like, yes. It was nice. Yeah. 
It works really well with the house beat in this. There is rapping throughout most of the song by guest rappers, but the rapping wasn't horrible and the beat kept going, so I wasn't too mad at that. I wish that Girl Next Door was featured more in her own song. (laughs) Tea. (laughs) The music video is basically just a night of partying and red solo cups. Yeah. It's also a lot of solo shots in this, I noticed. So I wonder if this was actually shot under COVID restrictions. So that's what Mm. I was wondering, because there was like a lot of up-close solo shots between uh, the two rappers and her. So I was like, hmm. I wish the song was longer. I thought it was too short. And dare I say, I wished it had a breakdown. <laughs> I felt like it was missing. I, I don't know. I just I just wanted more. This video also has less than 22,000 views. So go watch it. Be careful what you ask for the instrumental breakdown. Every K-pop producer oh, across God. the world has their finger quivering above <laughs> a do I do a dubstep breakdown button? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't bring it back. No. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the dance beat in this is really, really enjoyable, and so are the girls' vocals. But I just, I couldn't get into the rapping, really. It's it's sad, because it takes up about half of this already very short song. It's only about two and a half minutes long. But the dance beat does continue through the rapping, like Emily said, so it at least has that. I would still listen to it, especially if you are more into just rapping. It sounds nice. Our number two song is by Ghost9. They released Wall. It is stylized as W period A-L-L. I gave it a nine. I gave it an eight. There are straight up giant robots in this. I was very impressed by the budget because that was all CGI. And then they had a very beautiful cityscape that also had to be CGI. It reminded me a lot of Blade Runner. The chorus in this song is slow, but it goes really fucking hard. And then it immediately picks up so I can forgive it being slow. Mm Mm-hmm. There's not really a plot in this video per se, but it looks beautiful. And like, I guess the concept is that they're fighting evil robots in the future. Or like, society has been decimated by these evil robots and they're fighting back. The styling for this, which could have gone absolutely apeshit, it's actually pretty subdued for the concept. Not a wallet chain in sight. Yeah, more like jumpsuit uniforms. Yeah. Is it just me, or do the people in Ghost Nine look very young? I've, or are we just getting they old? They are very young. <laughs> like, no, they're they're a debut group, so they're probably like eighteen. Okay, I do wish that they were able to get shots of them like in the city and not just you know standing on a thing with the city behind them. Like, I thought that would have been really cool and more immersive, but I can understand budget restrictions. I mean, like, I was just really impressed with how much they did spend on this music video because I am 96% sure that this is their debut song and debut what? music video. That's, so that's for good. A debut, 
yeah, for a debut music video, this had quite a lot of budget put into it. But yeah, the Transformers and Evil Robots <laughs> was a nice concept. It kind of reminded me of Stray Kids because they like to do apocalyptic stuff too. Mm-hmm. The chorus I thought was very nice and powerful, and I thought it transitioned nicely to the rest of the song. Again, I thought the sets they used were decent, and they had a really consistent theme, if not an actual storyline in the music video. Our number one song for the month of December is iZone's Panorama. I gave it a nine. I also gave it a nine. This song has a very strong start. It teases you with a strong electronic beat before going into the first verse. So it's like, this is what you're getting in the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> this is an upbeat girl group song. So how could I possibly hate it? Exactly. I wrote down, my God, there are so many girls in this group. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Trend alert. Subdued styling. Again, there's no crazy hair or makeup. In the video, it's like them on a stage and in a photo studio, just dancing. And I also wonder if this was shot under COVID restrictions, because they don't have that many sets, and it's really just the girls, and that's it. Yeah. I think that they should have utilized the projections more, because in the video, there's a girl with like a projector screen, and Sometimes they would overlay, like, the projector over a girl, and I thought they could have, I don't know, done something more with that? Yeah. I've seen drag queens really utilize a projector, so I was, like, I don't know, hoping for something else. However, this was a total breath of fresh air from all the holiday songs and the ballads. I was, like, thank God, something was released that I will listen to again. Exactly. I definitely listened to this song a few times on Spotify before I even watched the video, and I thought it was a really good solid song from iZone. This isn't my favorite song from them, but it's definitely a huge breath of fresh air compared to the rest of this month's releases. It gives me, like, classic girl group vibes, but modernized, and I do like that. It kind of reminds me of Luna in that way. I honestly could have seen them producing this song also. (laughs) Yeah. The music video, like we said, is a little bit boring, but the girls do look nice, and I think they're styled well. It's not over-the-top or crazy or weird poofy pants (laughs) or other weird things we've seen this year. (laughs) We've seen some very questionable styling choices. (laughs) Indeed. So, honorable mentions. It it just says none. (laughs) (laughs) But we do have a spotlight on 2020 debut groups. Aspa came out with Black Mamba. They're the new girl group from SM Entertainment. Signature came out with... Nunu, Nana, and another song this year that they are... Asa. Yes, Asa. And they came out with one more, too, (laughs) that I can't remember the name of. But they were a really good group. And they just started in 2020, even though it seems like we've had them for longer. And Hyphen just debuted. It's a boy group. We talked about them last roundup. They released the song Give and Taken. It's a bop. You should listen to it. 
it is legit really nice. <laughs> the next group is someone we just talked about, Ghost Nine, and they came out with their song Wall. Secret Number came out and they released Who Dis and Got That Boom. I fucking love Got That Boom. That is like banger quality to me now. At first I was like, mm, I don't know. And now I'm like screaming it in my car. <laughs> <laughs> you know they got that boom. <laughs> yeah. It's a good song. And then finally, there is Stacy, and they released So Bad. I do like that song. Yeah. And these aren't all the groups that debuted in 2020. These are just groups that have really come onto our radar or that we've talked about before that we just wanted to remind you they only came out in 2020. So please still support them. <laughs> Yeah, you know, 2020 has felt like 20 years yes. <laughs> and also 20 seconds at the same time. So yeah, just some perspective. So let's recommend five songs that came out in 2020 that were our favorite songs and that we think people should listen to. I'm going to start us off. And my number one song was HWA by CL. <sighs> I think I wrote <laughs> I think I wrote in a comment that I wanted to quit my job and stan her full time. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. My number two song is Idea by Taman. If you listen to the November K-pop roundup, you will hear us salivating about that song. My number three song is Bouncy by Rocket Punch. This is like the most fun song. My number four song is Helicopter by CLC. Check out the English version of this song. It is excellent as well. And my number five song is 90s Love by NCTU. It is so fun. Definitely check out the music video because the PlayStation 1 graphics will make you laugh. And can I just say that I am the most shocked that a boy group has ended up on Emily's top five for this year, let alone oh NCT. <laughs> hey, I have... A <laughs> We're all shocked and proud. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I only have one boy group on mine too. <laughs> it's called growth. <laughs> <laughs> so my top five for this year are Daytwita by August D, La Di Da by Everglow, which still to this day oh is god, an 80s banger. fucking banger. It's great. I love it. Naughty by Irene and Sulgi is a song I keep returning to month after month after month. It doesn't get old. It's amazing. Turn Back Time is an absolute bop by Wavy. And then Dream of You by Chung Ha is quickly making its way onto my favorite songs of 2020, like the top top, because it is such an earworm, so easy mm -hmm. to dance to, and Chung Ha is flawless. <laughs> it is a banger in the truest sense of the word we both love it so much yes <laughs> let's wrap this whole episode up with a weekly k-pop recommendation i know we just gave off a bunch of other stuff but let's just do it for consistency's sake <laughs> rachel what are you gonna recommend this week i'm gonna recommend a throwback not shy by itzy i'm gonna recommend tantara by risonar which is a really fun song that didn't get a music video. It's a new group by three girls who were previously in girl groups. One of them is from Crayon Pop, and I cannot remember where the other two are from. But it's a fun song. You should check it out. 
Before we go, I just want to let you know that some people are confused about the playlist that we offer, that we link on every show's notes. So the links to our Spotify playlist for all of the months of this year, and I even made a 2020 compilation playlist. So if you want a giant playlist of all of our top songs for this year, you can also listen to it there. The links are in the episode details, or they are in the link tree on our Instagram. So you can go to either of those places and access our Spotify account and access those playlists to listen to them on your own, steal the songs from them, whatever you'd like to do. (laughs) That is where they are. The YouTube links are also in our link tree and in the episode details. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this very uh, unique December K-pop roundup. <laughs> you can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Instagram and access all of those links on our link tree at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can watch some of our videos on YouTube, also under Soulmates Podcast. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts are found iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe and follow so you can listen to us every single Friday. Happy New Year, everyone. Let's hope 2021 is marginally better than 2020. Bye. Bye.